Aussie music is something to be proud of. Wear it like a badge. Because it's Australian bands and artists that are the influencers of so many other musicians the world over. So at Triple M, we're proud to be able to showcase the power of the Aussie music scene. Paying both homage to the greats that have stood the test of time right alongside the current, the emerging, the future influencers. The ones that will be next to make their mark on the global music scene. If it's Aussie and it rocks, it's right here. This is Triple M's Homegrown with Matty O. Yes, right around the country on the Triple M Network. That's 49 stations and on the listener app. It's an absolute pleasure to be joined by this man on the show tonight. I can safely say that, man, I've been watching this guy perform, I reckon, for 20 years and over. It's super exciting. They're not slowing down. Of course, I'm talking about... Butterfly effect, tracks you love like cray. Take it away, and we love him visiting hours. Fresh off the stage, a sold out Brizzy show. I welcome uh, Clint, man from Butterfly Effect. How are you, brother? Good, Matty. How you going, brother? I'm good, mate. Now, uh, first show, one and done. Tivoli last night. I tell you what. If there's a place to duft, dust off the cobwebs, that's a pretty nervous one because it's a pretty big venue, man. If you're not from there, uh, what? How'd the show go? Yeah, it was awesome. Yeah, great, uh, great night, great crowd, really good vibe. Yeah, like you say, it's got blew out the cobwebs, and <laughs> now we're ready for round two. I was going to say, man, how, how are the rehearsals? How's kind of everything been like uh, over the last few months? Yeah, good. We didn't kill each other in the in the rehearsal space, so that's a plus. We, nice, we've already we're, we're one up as we come out of the block. <laughs> yeah, but man. no, I mean it was really good. Uh, everything was got, we've added a few little bits and pieces to the show just nice. to make it a little bit more interesting yeah, for cool. people that are probably have listened to the album for twenty years. So yeah, um, yeah. Man. awesome, man. I mean, twenty years. Dude, <sighs> it's it's an achievement in itself. The fact that we didn't kill each other is amazing, and yeah. the fact that one of us doesn't have some long-term injury uh, is amazing. Man, talk to me about like getting back in the rehearsal studio and kind of playing out these songs because you have been playing them for such a long time. Is that, you know, you only need a couple of takes and, and then you're kind of good to go or does it take a while to kind of warm into it? Like how often are you guys getting together? Yeah, man, it, it took us a little bit to, to for some of the songs because yeah. we haven't played like Without Wings for 20 years. So I actually had to listen to the album again to relearn the lyrics. Did you really? Yeah, right. Yeah, man. I'd, look, things have fallen out of my brain faster than I could put them in. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was good, man. It was like giving the album a fresh coat of paint. Awesome. Because like the way that we atta- attacked it, you know, in the band room was really just about bringing the songs back to life. It reinvigorated everyone. It sort of made us appreciate where we've come from and, yeah. you know, how far we've gotten. Nice. Um, but also that, you know, that thing that I'm sure a lot of people can relate to, it's like that. Where did our youth go? You know, yeah. we're a lot older. You know what I mean? And you kind totally. of reflect on it. And you're like, man, it was such a great time, but wow, that happened quick. It does, man. It, it, you're right. And 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 what's it kind of like? You know, playing. You've got one show done, but you know, this these songs mean so much to so many people, and they really are kind of like you said, a timestamp of a, quite a beautiful time. Like, what was the response at the show last night? These people, you know, people hearing songs they haven't heard for a while. Yeah, I mean, it was like a you know mini time machine. It really was, and and people brought their kids along. That you know, oh, kids, cool. kids, that was amazing. It it really was this like you know intergenerational um, event, 
And that, to me, is one of the most amazing things. You know, we mm. come out to the merch desk after the show and cool. sign merch. Yeah. And um, just, you know, people walking up saying, you know, this is my kid. And I was like, wow. whoa. And they say, man, I was here when I was 18. It's incredible. Whoa. Um, so that is a very humbling and very um, privileged place to be. Man, I was going to say, what, what is it like? It, it's, it's such a cool thing to know that, man, like uh, since you guys started and been playing, there are people that have met your gigs and got married. Like I'm sure there are kids who have, there are people who have named their kids after you. Like it is a quite a special thing when you really break it down, isn't it? When you kind of hear all these stories, people will probably have your lyrics tattooed on them as, as well. Like it's a pretty special thing. Yeah, it's amazing. And especially when people walk up and they've got my signature tattooed on them. Wow. I'm like, man, getting a tattoo is just crazy. Anyway, no, it's not really. Mum <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> would be pleased. But, to, you know, it, when you love something that much, it, it sort of transcends the music, it's about the the time in your life, you know, yeah. what was happening. Yeah. Um, and for a lot of people, this is, it's more than just a band and, and more than a group of songs on an album. Yeah. Great answer, man. And, and when you kind of think of these songs, what, what does it remind you of? Does it remind you of playing them live in the early days? Does it remind you of writing them? Does it remind you of recording them in the studio? Maybe hearing it back on a CD, dare I say, for the first time? <laughs> yeah, man. That's, yeah. oh, absolutely. It's all of that. Um, I think the, like just how, I don't know, fearless we were and how much yeah. we just wanted to attack the world nice. and just be a part of the music industry at mm. any level. Like we were just happy to be in it. And it's before, you know, yeah. egos get involved and of sort of, you know, there's this kind of where you're thinking about record sales and, you know, making record companies happy and getting out there to tour. It was more about just the music, just writing from the heart. And I think that's why these songs have stood the test of time. And that's a, that's a really good point. And I mean, how cool is it to, you always get nervous when you announce a tour, right? Especially in this day and age where, you know, the game's kind of changed a bit post COVID people aren't buying pre-sales, but you announce a tour and you're seeing all these shows final tickets, sold out, at another show. Like, w- what a cool feeling that must be too. Yeah, man. The the response has been incredible. And the loyalty of yes. the fans nice. is phenomenal. And I think it's it's built on community. And it's because the fans feel like they're a part of not only the band, but each other. And it's their experience and, and how it relates to each of them personally and, and you know, interpersonally and, and how that works. And it's, a, yeah. and it's an amazing event. The energy exchange is just incredible. And uh, you know what? Like I say, I always come back to it. It's such an honor and a privilege to be a part of it. Um, so we're, we're loving it. You appreciate it as you get older, don't you? Like most things. But um, I suppose maybe when you're a bit younger and you're in the tour cycle, maybe you take it for granted. You think it's going to be like that forever. But as you get older and, you know, you've, you've got to get jobs and, you know, you have families and it really is this kind of special thing to have as well as your normal day-to-day life, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's something to kind of, I guess it's like a mini holiday for us. Yes. As, as much as it's, it's nerve-wracking <laughs> yeah. and you've got to go through it and you're kind of going, oh, man, I'm not, you know, not as limber as I used to be. <laughs> yeah. It's um, A mate of mine said the other day, he said, hey, what's cracking, buddy? I said, my knees and ankles to get out of bed in the morning. That's, <laughs> yeah. that's, a, that's a thing now, man. Yeah. But, yeah, so when we've got the tour to go on, you know, it's, it's amazing, man. It's like a mini holiday. Uh, which is great. And then we go back to real life. And I tell you, man, the post-tour blues, as you yeah, know, yeah. is real, man. And it gets mm. worse as you get older because you're like, oh, we just started. Can yeah. we go back out on tour? Um, what's Sorry. it like announcing a tour like this? And you're not just playing like 150 cap rooms. You're doing Tivoli's, Enmore's, Forums, Hindley Street Music Hall in Adelaide. Like, how special is that to know that you're not just, you know, the d- demand for this 
it's not just a few people it's it's thousands upon thousands yeah it's amazing um yeah i think like those rooms in themselves like that was like the you know upper echelon of, yeah. of where you wanted to be in the in the music biz especially in australia and to be able to tour it and sell them out yeah um we haven't played the end more since we released the margo which yeah. is you know uh, 2006 or seven. So, you know, like that's, um, that's amazing to be doing those rooms again. And they're so prestigious and they sound great and they're yeah. old and they got this vibe, man. You know yourself, when you step on the Enmore mm. stage, there is an electricity on that stage and you just think of the bands that have played in that room before and it takes you up a level. Yeah, man. And, and to do these shows, um, what do you think kind of post tour you'll be like creatively? Do you think this will kind of spur you on to, to, to do more writing and kind of do more shows? Like how do you reckon if you could kind of look into a crystal ball? <laughs> I, I'd definitely get the lotto numbers for last night. That's what I would have done. <laughs> yeah, fuck them. Yeah, so, oh, man. It's, um, yeah, we're definitely going to do more writing. We've right. got, oh, man, we've got like a, you know, bits and pieces of demos, you know, riffs here and, and sort of ideas scribbled down over cool. there. So we're going to try and, you know, put that all together awesome. in and fashion it to some kind of new music. But nice. I think like, you know, I've been talking to heaps of people and I think where our strengths lie are those sort of, you know, bigger sort of more anthemic and, and more emotive songs like visiting hours, yeah. that sort of stuff. World's on fire. So look, I want to explore that space a bit more and the guys are keen. So, you know, we're going to see what we can see, but there definitely will be new music coming from the Butters at some point soon. Oh man, that's so cool. And I love the post that you had up on your Facebook, uh, 20 year anniversary of a big day out. And what a light up this was. Metallica, Muse. Dude, there was like Girling, the Sleepy Jackson Jet, the Stroke. Can you uh, take us back to this tour, man, and any memories that come to mind? <laughs> None that I could probably... do <laughs> yeah, for radio. On radio. No, I've got, I've got a few clean ones. Uh, yeah. Meeting the guys from Metallica and getting to hang out with them. Oh, cool. And seeing Lars and Rob on the side of stage when we played Melbourne. Oh. That was one of the greatest moments of my life. Wow. And pretty much Lars, when I walked, I was being escorted by security because they were trying to clear the stage mm. when Lars was coming up the stairs and he's like, Hey man, he goes, where are you going? And I said, Oh, we've got to clear the stage for you guys. And he just, he goes, what? No way. And he like pointed to the security and said, anyone with a triple A can stand on the side of the stage. And then he walked me up oh. and I literally stood like a spit, spitting distance from Rob. Wow. And um, yeah, that's where I stood for the whole set at the Gold Coast. And that was incredible. Wow. That's like, um, when it comes to pinch yourself moments, man, is, is, is that kind of nearly top of the pile or are there any other kind of moments that spring to mind? Yeah, I think, man, look, I got to meet a whole bunch of my musical heroes like on that particular tour as well. Just, you know, man, like the, the vibe and the camaraderie was exceptional. Also, um, Metallica, when we got to Perth, they had all these like blow up inflatable kiddies pills to cool down because it was nearly 40 degrees of that course, day. Of course. And so they went and bought out like, you know, crates and crates of um, live mini crayfish and they were throwing what? them in, into the kiddies pool. What? <laughs> so, yeah, man, it was nuts. Uh, uh, let me just say, things got loose towards uh, the end of that tour. Oh, man. And, and those were the days where you could wake up and uh, hangovers wouldn't really exist like they do now. <laughs> <laughs> you, That's the truth. We bit dusty after we, we bit dusty after last night. First show of a few, and you know, quite a big one. 
No, man, I was I was a good boy last night. Nice. I um I only had a couple of beers and then went back to the hotel room by myself and uh, <laughs> yeah, cool, 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 and uh, watched TV until I passed out. Yeah, it's funny, man. I talk, you talk to a lot of musos, and it's funny how times have changed post gig, isn't it? <laughs> it even oh, man, you know what? It used to be like warm up beers and you know <laughs> shots shots uh, before we'd go on stage. Now it's chamomile tea because you don't you don't want to go too hard. What happened to us, man? When did this happen? Uh, I don't know, dude. We got well. I think we got smarter, not older. Yeah. That's what I. That's my motto for the, for the tour. Ex- exactly, man. Well, dude, I'm so I'm um, congratulations on these shows, man. The, the, the re-release as well, and, and just everything that you guys are doing, man. It's super exciting that you're playing these shows again. One of the great live acts. We all love your music, man, and playing these huge um, shows as well is super exciting, dude. So can't wait to hear what's next. Yeah, big one, man. I'm looking forward to it. Can't wait to get out there. Awesome, man. We'll see you later, hey? Thanks, brother.